Good morning, beautiful people. Happy Tuesday. Before I get into the reading, I'm going to share a couple <laughs> little things that I really shouldn't laugh at, um, especially because it's going to make my buddy a little more madder at me. But I was telling you, I guess at some point about, you know, my bike rides and then some of the conversations we have. And I must have referred to my biking buddy as negative. And even though I nag him every morning because he asks me things and I'm like, oh, I answered that on my show. Go listen to my show. <laughs> well, he finally listened to my show and he caught the one episode where I called him negative. So I got in the doghouse a little for that this morning. And the other part, as he's blowing up my phone with pictures right now, um, last week I think we found these geese. I think it was last week. And they had the cutest little babies with them. There had to be eight or ten little chicks. And I took a little video of them. You know, we stayed back. But I told them, I said, don't. I was like, this is dangerous, you know, with the babies. I've seen, you know, videos of geese attacks. And I know that they could be not friendly. And I'm a little scared and not, well, yeah, respectfully afraid. Let's, let's call it that. So we made it through that day and I was happy. Well, this morning we head out and now there's two families, as I hold up my finger to show you two, um, there's two families with babies and, and then some, you know, some other people in the herd or flock or whatever you call geese. So we make it by, no problem. He's like, did you see those babies? And I was like, no, I didn't, I didn't see them on the first way. So then on the way back, I'm deliberately looking for them and I see the babies and you know, they're kind of on the bike path. And I'm like, you know, in my head, I'm like, geez, I wish they were closer to the water. I wish they weren't hanging out here. You know, we're not trying to start trouble with them. Well, don't you know, um, sure enough, he got attacked by one this morning. And I can only say it with some humor because I know he's in general okay. He did just take a picture of the egg on his head because the bird attacked his head while he was on the bike. It was, it was pretty scary. I mean, to be up close and personal and you know messing with his head um not not good and his helmet is on order um I've been nagging him about it since we started riding so it's not like he's just being one of those people who isn't riding riding without a helmet because in my my philosophies you need to wear a helmet it's self-care especially because I've known people that have gotten seriously hurt from from being on the bicycles so um so the funny, the funnier part of the, the goose story is, you know, like I said, he just texted me a picture of the egg on his head, but he's like, well, now what's your universe saying? Cause you know, half of our conversations in the morning are about, uh, me telling him how the universe will take care of stuff and everything will be positive. And, you know, I spent a lot of time trying to brainwash him in the positive way. And uh, I just wrote him back and said, it's saying that Bobby's always right. She warned you about the geese. So that was, I'm entertained by this this morning. Thought I would share it with you. So if you're not giving them bread and there's babies around, you know, avoid the gooses, geeses, geese. You know what I'm saying. Okay. Today's reading, May 5th. And we're back to a name I can't pronounce for the opening quote. It's by Publius Cirrus. You should 
go to a pear tree for pears, not an elm. That was my northeast coming out. Pears, pear, not pears like your friends, but pears like the fruit. Okay, here we go. I guess I'm a little punchy this morning. Before our social life probably revolved around people and places where alcohol and drugs were available. Or casinos and gambling. Now, some days can be full of conflict until we find a new life where temptation isn't a problem. It does no good to waste time wishing we could be with old friends and enjoy that old excitement. We gave in to temptation many times before, and the results were always the same. No matter how serene we feel, chances are a time will come when we're just too discouraged, too depressed, or too disgusted to fight the urge to have just one more binge. We may recover from that relapse, but we may not. So for us, there's only one choice. Once we make that choice, a whole new world is waiting for us with things we never dreamed we could be a part of. Every city in the country has free or low-cost places to visit, things to do. Old hobbies and interests we gave up years ago seem interesting again. People are waiting out there for us, too. Once we thought everybody was living in chaos like us, now we see the world is full of clean and sober people just waiting for us to join them. Today, help me look for the good things in life. Help me stay open to the new possibilities. This reading is pretty badass, I have to say. And hopefully I don't forget all the things that just occurred to me <laughs> while I was reading it. So obviously, um, this this book is, you know, I guess geared towards alcohol and drugs. But as you have experienced, I'm sure it's totally interchangeable. And I think the thing that's unique about gambling versus drugs and alcohol as a general rule or in the context of this reading is we when we gamble it's generally an isolated kind of addiction you know whether it's online it's you know in private at the casino even me I'm pretty outgoing and smiley but people are not quite as receptive to that at the casino I mean some of the fun little ones that aren't problem gamblers but the serious ones you know who they are because they're not all that happy-go-lucky their their heads are in their own um crazy mind you know the the mind of where do I get my next dollar or you know can I go back to the ATM machine whatever whatever that looks like I I think there's definitely a distinction between normal gamblers and and compulsive gamblers or maybe it's just personalities I could be I could be wrong on that but um so it's a little different with isolation but still I think I think that we probably, I know I used to encourage whoever to go to the casino with me, or if I was doing social gambling like poker, it, I still I still miss poker, and I can tell you that I miss it for the camaraderie and that kind of stuff, and, and my family still plays, and there's a couple other little gambling activities that are like woven into family of functions not because they're all crazy gamblers. It's just part of the culture of the family. And I do miss that stuff. And it's not like I don't go to picnics where there's going to be a holy board contest or I won't not go if there's a whole, you know, a Texas Hold'em game or whatever. It's, it's fine. They still, I still golf with the guys and they do uh, greenies and stuff. But it, I, I think 
what the reading, the reading makes a really good point about we can be vulnerable and have a bad day or a disgusted day where it's really much easier to give in, you know, if we're in a bad emotional place. And I can, I could see that being so true. I, I think I shared with you guys last week, there was a couple of times it was like, oh, I had my first, my first like drinking urges where I had like a shitty day or two. And it was like, oh, I want a glass of wine. Like my brain just went there and, um, it can happen, you know, and if I was out and about and, and, you know, let's say I was just having, you know, dinner with tea or something and we were out in a restaurant and the world was open. I don't know. Maybe I would have had a drink if I was having a crappy day. I'd like to think that I would have made the right choice for me, which would have been, you know, vent to Tara, drink my water and just move on with life. But I can see how it could happen really easily. So I think one of the best points is even though we're giving up and, and my air quotes are out there, we're giving up the friends or the social circle or the people we're involved with when we're gambling to live a not gamble free life. The important message is there's this whole other world and we can make new friends and have new experiences and see new things. I think, one of the points in here that really resonated with, I'll call it a Bobbyism for lack of a better word. When I was in Kansas City, I had different people come visit me at different times. So my uncle came, and I'm going to just share demographics so it'll make a little sense. But my 60-something-year-old uncle came. So when he came out, we went to a Chiefs game. We went golfing. We went to haunted houses. And when my mother and Paul and Kai came, we did, we went to a thing that catered to kids, this little farm thing. And I'm trying to think what else we did. So, you know, when the little people were there, there were options for the little people. And when Tara came, we went to like the happening places. So Kansas City catered to a lot of different demographics and there's so much to do there. It's just so beautiful. And I would recommend anybody anywhere anytime to go to KC to visit there's it's just amazing and the people in KC not everybody but I found myself having a conversation a lot of times and there's one person in particular I can remember having this conversation over and over with him he's one of the bartenders at the bar I'd go to and I was like you guys need to explore this city like you're a tourist and, you know, I'd talk about, you know, where I went or, or whatever. And he'd be like, Bobby, like, I've never been there and I've lived here all my life. And I would tell the locals, I was like, walk into a hotel and just look at those flyers and you can find inexpensive. I mean, there was our, I always screw up this word, but our arboretums, you know, where you can go walking around the trails with all the pretty flowers, the place, the little farm place that I told you we took the kids. I think admission was $2. There was just so many things that you could do so inexpensively. And it was like a whole new world. So for example, this bartender, he's my age and he hasn't done those things there. But let's say he did. He can probably have new experiences and make new friends and, you know, all these things if he went into it, he has a whole new world right in his current world if he looked for it. And I'm not saying like he has a problem or anything. I'm just saying that there's there's a whole lot of things that we don't know about. And I 
when we're using. And I know that I probably still haven't taken good advantage of New York. I have better opportunities to even explore Connecticut a little more. There's there's a lot of really cool cool things just across these two states. Now granted I've done some of them, but that that message that there's it's almost like a whole new world. So not only with activities, but with friends and with people. And I will say that the more we're around like-minded people, recovery people, positive people, sober people, not gambling people, the whole lot easier it is to stay on the path to who we want to be in a, in a sober, non-gambling version of ourselves. If we, if we hang around the ones who are still in the throes of addiction, it's going to be a whole lot harder, you know. I'm pretty selective about who I hang out with. Like I don't I don't really have a lot of Debbie Downers in my life. I must have cut them out throughout the way or there's a couple that I think need some help. And I've tried to flip the script, you know, maybe maybe they're depressed or struggling or whatever and I I know they need some some help or some friendship or someone to lean on so maybe instead of saying hey you want to go have a drink and talk about this maybe it's hey you want to go for a walk and talk about this or or something a little bit more of a better experience instead of drowning or coping in a negative way so those are my thoughts on today's reading it is may 5th so it's cinco de mayo and you know my my heart is going out for I was thinking about it this morning you know Easter sucked for us in the flower business it's Mother's Day week it's freaking freezing the flower business does not need the stress of you know freezes and and all that stuff but today my heart's kind of going out to all the the Mexican restaurants and I I guess it's because Tequila Harry's in Kansas City is so near and dear to my heart that's where so many of my friends are and, and we congregated. It's like one of my second families. It's it's exact opposite of what I just said, you know, but I haven't gone back to Kansas City since I quit drinking, so that'll be interesting. But I believe that my friendships there are um, solid enough that we don't have to be at the bar to socialize, and I know we'll do other things. Anyway, um, but I'm thinking about all the Mexican restaurants today, and especially the mom and pops, and, you know, it's – it's just another, just being aware of what's going on and how people are being impacted with corona. And, you know, not to be a, a Debbie Downer, I, I'm just thinking about them and, you know, send them a little, a little prayers if, if you could, because, you know, it's, it's tough. And, I mean, although some states are opening up, we're, we're not yet. So I don't know the status of everybody everywhere. At any rate, have a great day, beautiful people. I will chit-chat with you all tonight. Thanks. Bye.